0: Welcome to Financial Planning for Entrepreneurs and Tech Professionals. I'm your host, Mike Morton, certified financial planner, chartered financial counselor. And today on the podcast, we welcome back our great friend Julie to the show.
1: Hey, Mike, do all those letters even fit on your business card? <laughs> no.
0: Not to bring it up, we were talking about SparkType, something I recently found out about. And I am a maven, which means I love to learn. And yes, I'm now just getting more and more letters <laughs> to, to the <laughs> end of my name, because I love to go out there and learn more and more things. You and know, the funniest part yeah.
1: of that is you don't even know what they stand for. I
0: don't, I don't, yeah, exactly. And- <laughs>
1: rally off all of your uh, accomplishments
0: there. I don't even know what any of these things stand for. Yeah, it's fantastic. It's great.
1: But you've learned a lot.
0: But I've I've learned a lot to help my clients and to help the listeners out there today. So we are having Julie back for for a variety of reasons. One, because she's lovely and we love having her here on the show. But also she had uh, brought up a really good question. We were out for a run uh, yesterday. And she brought up a really good question about something she heard on the radio and how does this fit into investment strategies and portfolios. Julie, why don't you walk us through the situation, what happened, and we'll dive in.
1: All right. So I've got my radio tuned to AM. Yes, I still listen to the radio. <laughs> and yes, AM still has stations. And I'm listening to the the WBZ. It's a loop every 10 minutes. And they give traffic and news and... anyway an advertisement had come up a number of times and it was the NRIA and it's the national real estate investment association. And they say, tired of market volatility, real estate is booming right now. You should be investing in real estate, invest with NRIA and we give you 21 to 25% returns and it it goes on. And I'm thinking that sounds awesome. First of all, secondly, clearly it's too good to be true. So I'm going to ask my good friend and, financial planner slash whatever all those other letters are what's the deal
0: yeah that's great so you hear advertisement on the radio so there's a couple things that I want to highlight there and we're gonna dive into one is real estate so is real estate a good investment in your portfolio. So we'll talk about that. And the other thing, of course, is this might not just apply to real estate. You could hear an advertisement about any type of investment vehicle or strategy. And it might be on the radio, it might be a print. It might be a friend of yours saying, hey, you should really check out this new NFT or crypto asset or real estate or investing in wine or whatever it is. And how should you think about that? So let's, not to go let's off on a tangent,
1: in- but I do invest in wine and it is spectacular <laughs>
0: <laughs> wait do you invest in wine or just drink the wine
1: no it's an angel it's a naked wines it's an angel investing type we had to be on a wait list to get onto it and then you pay in and then you get the investor prices off of the different vinters, and it's spectacular All i right, highly recommend well. investing in wine
0: I've got another tip about investing in wine, a new technology that allows you to invest in wine and they store it and you can watch your portfolio of wines go up and down. So it's pretty fascinating. The the point is there's a million things to invest in these days, art, wine, startup companies, all all kinds of stuff, which is exciting, which is exciting. So let's go back to the real estate. I love they said get 20 to 24 percent returns. Is that every year? Is that guaranteed?
1: <laughs> and that was my question. And the reason I thought it would be a good thing is because you hear in our area in particular, real estate is booming. Houses are going at astronomical rates. And it's not like the 2008, pre-2008 scare. Not That, that was a scare. That was crash. But where banks were over lending and people are paying cash for these pieces of property that are hundreds of thousands of dollars over asking. So it's a legitimate question. Maybe they are making 20%, 21% returns.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. And last year, it definitely could be right. Look at the just the public stock market was up by 20% last mm-hmm. year. Okay, I'm only chuckling because of course, we know when you um, sit back and think about it, wait, I can't get 20% returns year in and year out, I would quadruple my money in just a handful of years, which would yes. be absolutely amazing. It'd be so Jeff it Bezos. You know. And of course, there are investments that do that. Yeah, absolutely. You you strike home runs now and then as, oh, that was great. So I'm not saying that stuff's not out there, but when you're hearing an advertisement course, you're like, man, eh, is that so true? But let's get real estate. Does real estate belong in uh, an investment portfolio or how to think about real estate and investing in real estate? Julie, I know you and I both own our home, right?
1: Or at least most of it.
0: At least yeah, at least some <laughs> of it. That's, I was going to say that. We own some percent of our home. Yes. <laughs> still had the mortgage still paying off the mortgage but of course we own a part of our home and so there's an investment in real estate now Some people say, well, it's not an investment. I have to live somewhere. And so you don't view it as an investment and perfectly valid. Not arguing that point. No, don't think of it as an investment that you're going to reap the benefits of in next five years or in retirement or whatever it is. But sometimes you can. Maybe you've got a big family and a big home and you're like, yeah, I know I'm going to downsize in 10, 20 years and get some of that cash and, and use it in other ways. Perfectly valid. Maybe you have a vacation home. Okay, same idea. I want to use it with the family for a while, but I know that's like my college investment. My parents did that. I had a vacation home, we used it for 20 years, and then I went to college. (laughs) (laughs) So no longer had that vacation home. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) But that's idiosyncratic. In other words, you own one home in one area. Now, the good news is you know that area very well. So hopefully, you've made a wise investment. The bad news is you're having to continually to add to that investment. You have to upkeep your home <laughs> because you're living there and things like that. So my point is you have you already have some real estate in your you know portfolio. Mm-hmm. Does real estate fit into a portfolio of assets and investments? I believe absolutely. OK, mm-hmm. so there's a number of ways to add that um, to your portfolio investments. It depends on how many investments you have. If you're just starting off and you're young and and you're getting started with future, uh, you want to use some money in the long-term future. That's what I call investing. We're going to put that money aside uh, and spend it somewhere in the future. And depending on when that future is, if it's next year, you're putting that in a savings account. (laughs) If it's 20 years from now, yeah, you can probably invest that in the public stock market. So real estate belongs in there if you have enough assets to continue to diversify into real estate because it is a great long-term asset we have historical data from hundreds of years of real estate and guess what julie they're not making any more of it
1: but people are building houses every day
0: uh, yeah but in terms of land <laughs> that's, that's <true. laughs> what are you wait about? a minute what are you talking about oh it's just a saying
1: advertisement
0: it's just a saying they're not making any more of it <laughs> land
1: got it oh yeah yeah true Oh, I don't know that uh, Spanish island where the lava's flowing. It just got a gotcha. whole lot more real estate there.
0: <laughs> All right. Never mind. Fine. But real estate, there's a number of ways of getting involved in it. It may already be in your portfolio. So if you're in a target date fund of low cost index fund across the stock market, you might already own some real estate as part of that. The way I do it often with my clients is REITs, Real Estate Investment Trusts and they're public trust. They're low cost uh, sort of index funds, or they are available as index funds. So you're investing in commercial residential across the, the whole US or across the whole globe, very low cost. So you're just diversified. I'm not suggesting oh we should invest in malls in this area or downtown real estate of this type there are those available so now you're getting into more niche products and if you have some insight or you believe that hey yeah i think this shopping malls in middle america are going to do great or commercial space in downtown has been really wrecked recently and i think it's going to come roaring back uh, i'd like to invest in that you can look into real estate investment trust REITs within your portfolio, your 401k or your IRAs or your brokerage account or whatever it is. Now, of course, there's other ones like the one you heard on the radio. There's a million different ways of getting in and out of real estate. Okay. Mm-hmm. Tons of different stuff. There's farmland I was hearing about recently. You can invest in farmland in different ways. So just do your research, know what you're invested in. But the point is, is real estate a good investment? I believe it is because it's real, it's tangible, and people are always going to need it and use it.
1: But so when you say do your research, what am I looking for? The advertisement on the radio said, just call this 800 number. And of course, if I call that 800 number, they're going to give me lots of spectacular information. That's going to make me say, sign me up. Here is sign me up. Whatever (laughs) amount of money. So, you know, how do I vet that type of organization if I were interested in doing that? Because to be honest, what I just did was say, hey, Mike, (laughs) do I want to do this? (laughs) Do
0: I want to do this? And
1: but if somebody were more interested in doing it on their own, what would they look for?
0: Let's get into the second topic, because I think or piece of this, because it doesn't just apply to real estate. Your question is like, how would I research this? And that's the other thing I want to talk about is how do you evaluate these investment ideas. somewhat Mm -hmm. like I said, a friend brings something up, you read it in the paper, you're like, ooh, that is a good idea. And so what should you do? How should you react to that? And my first comment is do some research. How do you go about doing research? One, look at what is out there in terms of availability. Oh, okay, there's this product I heard on the radio, so you check that out, you go to that website, you're gonna read fantastic info. So you go to other sites, right? Oh, are, are there other products like this? Does this exist? Oh, it turns out, yeah, there's, this is like a whole category of products. And so now I know, oh, there's different ones I could evaluate. Are there, for me personally and my clients, I'm usually going with the low cost, massively diversified in terms of asset classes. That's the way I always tend to go with any of these. So you can look into that. Oh, real estate. That sounds pretty interesting. Is there a product that's low cost, massively diversified? Do I have to be in a niche product? If you're interested in ESG, SRI investing, sustainable investing, maybe there are products that match that. So in other words, do research, spend some time, Go just go on Google and, and start poking around, first of all.
1: So would these products come up on a Better Business Bureau search?
0: They're going to come up in a lot of different areas, Julie. I would first start broad, like category, if it's something you don't know that much about, say crypto assets. Geez, I've been reading about this for a while in the paper. Find some other research, that paper's website, New York Times, Wall Street Journal, whatever. Read more articles, more in-depth stuff. Find some people that follow crypto and write about it. Read some of their stuff. So in other words, get a diversified viewpoint of the asset class, the investment that you're interested in. This sounds like a cool space. I want to get involved. Learn about it. Learn the expenses. What are the opportunities and things like that. And the next thing is. Okay. Now that I know a little bit more about this space and come up with some cool conclusions, I think real estate's good because they're not building any more of it. <laughs> and people always want it. And I you know, looked at hundred years of history. It's always gone up. And so, yeah, yeah, this looks pretty good. So how could, how does that fit into your investment strategy? How does it fit into your portfolio? So crypto or wine or real estate or public stock market, how do these fit into a portfolio of an investments in your strategy? And then that just takes a little bit more work understanding yourself, your goals, and what your expectations are for any of these different investments. Like you said, oh, am I going to really get 20% a year? Is this an investment that is very volatile, that goes up and down a lot? How to think about that? Is this an investment that has a good chance of doubling, but a good chance of going to zero? Is it that kind of investment? Or is it one that you're getting a steady stream of income from? And so how do all those bits and pieces fit in so that you're reaching your goals?
1: Okay. I like it. Yeah.
0: And then finally, the the good thing about doing that, right? Again, you heard an ad on the radio or a friend said something. The good thing is that you're taking time to pause (laughs) and put some space between, oh my God, yeah, this sounds amazing. I definitely want to do this. (laughs) Put some space between that thought And how it fits into your life. And so by doing research and pausing and evaluating and making sure you have a good strategy, it's always great in in anything in life to just pause and make sure it really makes sense.
1: You're right. Across the board, it makes sense to do that. So my biggest takeaway, Uh, I'm probably not going to call that 800 number. (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
0: always be wary of things that are actually advertised just know what you're getting into yeah i love the question though like you brought it up yesterday you're like oh i just heard this thing what do you think that's perfect yeah let's have a discussion that's exactly what to do pause and think about it and see what makes sense and then what we came up to julie was you already own real estate in in your portfolio hey cool we're covered
1: (laughs) i love it and i learned something new twice (laughs) <laughs>
0: and to do it twice. All right, super cool. So thanks so much for the question, Julie, and uh, thanks for being here today.
1: Thanks so much for having me. All right, cheers. Bye.
0: Thanks for joining us on Financial Planning for Entrepreneurs. If you like what you heard, please subscribe to and rate the podcast on Apple iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can connect with me at LinkedIn or MortonFinancialAdvice.com. I'd love to get your feedback.